so I got a uh, Mount Rushmore type question for you guys. So who would be the top, like your top five cartoon characters to get a drink with? What do you drink with? Yeah, oh, like to go out I to a bar and get a beer with. Can I just say Lola like right off the bat and just we can just skip we can just keep going? It's Lola, it's not a draft setting, so we we yeah. can go with you first, but like it's not a draft setting, so you can pick all five right off the bat. Like Lola, Bunny, Jessica Rabbit, uh Miss Elastigirl. Uh, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> uh, I mean if you wanna Wow, okay. Uh, wait, wait. <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, you guys can you guys can chime in if you want. Uh, um, no, I'm making my list. You can suffer because you had to to blurt out and just start claiming. Okay, so I can go. I think I have my five. Um, so my back to back, like one and two guys, would be SpongeBob and Patrick. I feel like that would be so funny, but I low-key feel like my one, like, reserve about SpongeBob is, like, I feel like actually meeting SpongeBob could be super annoying. You know what I mean? Um, Both of them together would be probably really funny. Like, I feel like they'd cancel each other out, but I feel like SpongeBob could be slightly annoying. Um, you can catch Aiden at Weenie Hut Jr.'s. Yeah, getting drunk on a Friday night at Weenie Hut Junior's. I just want to be a goofy goober. Somebody come get this guy. <laughs> I'm a goofy goober. Rock. Um, no, I feel like that could be that that could have a really big upside, but could also just be astronomically terrible. Um, my next one would be Roger from American Dad. Um, again, Ooh, good answer. I feel like. I feel like that could come to bite me in the ass, but at the same time, just because he's so whimsical and funny, I feel like it has more upside than potential downside. Um, So with my fourth person, I'm going with Tina Belcher from Bob's Burgers. Oh, have yeah, you guys yeah. seen have you guys oh, seen okay. Bob's Burgers? I know I know I know what Tina is, yeah. Oh my gosh. So funny. And that's the thing, like because she's like um because she's got some problems going on in the show. You can only imagine that that would like come back to real life. Um now so, she is uh underage, I believe. Um Oh, sure well, not not bar. like that. I'm I don't mean it like that. So, let's let's not get that twisted. I'm just saying like feasibility of getting in. You, you might not get past the uh Oh, no, no, no. This is like a purely hypothetical like anyone can Get in. Anyone can drink. I know we don't do well with hypothetical questions here, but um, that's going to be my hypothetical. Um, and then last but certainly not least, I think I got to pick Bart Simpson just because I feel like that dynamic of Bart messing with Tina, like Bart and Roger messing with Tina would just make me so happy. Yeah, I feel like I don't know if I think if I think from Simpsons, I'd have to pick. Uh, I don't know. It's a, like the Simpsons has a lot of good characters. You could you could pick pretty much any one of them, and it'd be fun. Chief Wiggum. Chief Wiggum. 
Um, Homer. I'd probably pick Homer if if I if I had to from The Simpsons. But I feel like like Homer was the biggest reason that I didn't like pick Peter, for example. I feel like they could get both potentially like very annoying. I don't know. That's a, that's a that's a it's an interesting uh, take, um, which I can talk about later. Brady, do you have the rest of yours, or I can go with? Um, no, just all the three. I'm thinking. You can you can go. I mean, right off the bat, I I picked Bugs Bunny and Lola Bunny. Um, I was a big Looney Tunes fan when I was growing up. Okay. Um, I would consider them like one though, like as a package, um, because I have a couple other characters that I, I'd want to come as well. Okay. Uh, Bender from Futurama has to be, gotta be. Um, see if we can uh, fool around in Death by Snoo Snoo. Uh, <laughs> oh, brother. I don't know why. I always despise that show. Really? It's so good. Yeah. I don't, I don't know. Maybe I have to give it another try, maybe- but like. I don't know. As a kid, I didn't really watch it. Like I, like I watched it a little bit later. So maybe I don't know. There's like a lot of like older jokes. Like when Futurama was coming out, it's been around for so long that we were like pretty young when it came out. It may even be older than us. I don't know because it's definitely be done wild. Airing. Um, I have I a couple think... other people. I actually isn't. Actually... Sorry, go ahead. Go ahead. I was gonna say, isn't was, was Family Guy say... like the? Uh... <laughs> yeah, you guys <laughs> suck, like... man. No, you. No, you go. Somebody uh, go. No, okay, you... yep. Family Guy is like the longest yeah, running was, show or something like that. So you you could pick anybody from Family Guy and they'd be fun. I think just because it's so. I think Simpsons is actually longer, but um. Oh no, you're. Fun. Maybe. Yeah. Is Pretty sure Simpsons, Simpsons like, is way long. I think you're right. I think you're or, right. Or like South Park is long too. They have all been around for like twenty two seasons at this point. Like that's that's my age. Like, it's it's kind of ridiculous. Um, I actually picked Peter Griffin because I think he'd be really fun. Um, yeah, he might get a little bit annoying uh, when he's drunk, but like, who cares? He's Peter Griffin. Good things happen when he's around. Um, so, uh, Ryan, just to uh, just to lay the law here, you are very much correct, and it's not even close. Like, uh, so The Simpsons oh, has thirty-two seasons. And the next Holy closest shit. is Law and Order with twenty two. Oh, okay, so yeah. they, they've just been around for a, a country mile. Yeah, that and their seasons are not short either, eh? No, they're like twenty. They're like what twenty twenty two episodes, twenty three episodes. That's like a long yeah. season. Yeah, yeah, that's. I'd yeah, say that's, that's like a year. Fair. Yeah, exactly. That that's a fair season right there. So. Yeah, holy crap. I did not realize it's been going on for that long, but it makes sense. Literally every time it gets like renewed, it goes trending on Twitter that they're renewed for another season because everybody's just so dumbfounded that they've been going on for this long. Um my next one uh probably is probably a package deal as well, Scooby and Shaggy. I feel like uh I like Scoob. Massive, I was a massive <laughs> Scooby <laughs> fan when I was young. Um, so I feel like they would be the life of the party. I mean, I've always wanted to try a Scooby snack. I don't know. Like, I know that they're like dog trees, but like Shaggy was eating them and nothing ever went wrong for him. So 
Like, would you rather drink with Shaggy and Scooby or get high with Shaggy and Scooby? Because uh, I think they're into the latter. Um, I, I feel like, I mean, I I let the, uh, I let them choose. You know, um, I'm a gracious host. I always uh, I'm a gracious host. I always wanted to try one of the uh, the sandwiches on Scooby Doo. It was just like oh, a yeah, lettuce those sandwich. Those things look good. And they'd always drench them in salt and pepper, but like for some reason they still looked like they just slapped. Like Oh, they definitely slapped. Yeah. Like I, <laughs> I definitely would eat one of those things. Oh yeah. Give me like, a Krabby Patty. They hotbox like the um Mystery Ink Mystery Machine. Machine. Mystery I'm Machine. Sure, I'm pretty sure in one of the movies, like they like like pretended that they were like uh hotboxing it, but really they were just grilling inside of it, which is like just so fucking stupid. <laughs> but, like they had like the smoke coming out of the top, like as if they were hotboxing it. Well, they and know then, what they're like, doing. Oh, and then on the plane, like the chick that he met was named Mary Jane. He's like, like that's my favorite name. Yeah. <laughs> oh, true. Awesome. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. Just Scooby, like dressed up as like the grandma, is still hilarious to this day. <laughs> yeah. Oh, with just the absolute timer. dump truck. Also, I was I was looking at the the sh- you know like the Shaggy memes like the, yeah. how he's like, yeah, he's he has he's like a god and he only loses one percent of oh, his yeah. power. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Those are some of my favorite memes on the planet, and I was just like looking at them today at work because um, I just they're so funny. Yeah, like the guy, the like the meme of the guy who was playing Shaggy. I can't remember his name off the top of my head. Really good actor yeah. though. Um, he uh he was saying like it's a meme of him saying like I don't know I just showed up and then the spirit of Shaggy took my body. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, um, since since we're on the topic of oh go ahead no just my last guy would be archer um from uh, archer yeah is, uh, never seen that show oh my it it's an essential must see it's so funny yeah so okay. funny yeah i'm looking for a new show so i might start that one i would highly recommend um but back to the uh back to the shaggy memes i think one of my favorite like videos on the internet is the uh Chungus versus Shaggy, you know what I'm talking about? Where it's like, yeah, all those just random meme cartoon, and it, it's like it's such a dank meme. Like I feel dirty watching it, <laughs> but it's just so like you, you, funny. Gone Knuckles memes, they're just so dank. <laughs> what? Yeah, I don't know. Oh, yeah. Like, okay. You know the way. <laughs> Let me. <laughs> yeah. Let me show you the way. Yeah, it's just so dank. You can't not laugh at them, though. But yeah, that's that, yeah. that rounds up my squad. All right, nice. Brady. I have uh, you haven't fully picked yet, have you? No. Yeah. So I I, I got uh, I got Lola, I got Jessica Rabbit, got Elastigirl. Girl, um, and to round out the the table there, uh, I got uh, I got I got Harley Quinn from the Batman animated series. Oh, that's okay. A good one. And then uh. Speaking of Scooby Doo, uh, I got I got Velma. Oh, so you really I'm, I'm just a, went you went full simp mode there, like I uh, I'm not no I'm, I'm full dog mode. You know what I mean? Like it's them five plus blind spot, and it's gonna be a good time. <laughs> you know, I'm more of a Velma girl than I'm Daphne. Wanna, and, go to, oh go my to gosh! Party. They're gonna, she's gonna she's gonna she's gonna think I'm Shaggy or something. It's gonna be like. This will be bar- I'm gonna be barking at those girls. Oh my goodness! Hey, what is you, wrong if you with you? Bring along if you bring Oof. along a 
um, Harley, you have to bring along poison ivy. They come as a, a couple. Oh, they're oh, um, hell yeah, yeah. Because oh, you guys are good package deals. And all not the time. only Jeez. that, but you get the hyenas as well. Her two hyenas. Jeez, Buddy, man, like just, it's, it's get better and better. Go touch some grass or something. I don't, I don't even know what to say to you. Underrated right now. animal, I think. Personal. Um, well, speaking of Harley Quinn, though, different animal, same beast. That's me. Speaking of Harley Quinn, uh, great segue because the day that this episode comes out is the day that uh, Suicide Squad is out. So, yeah, that's kind of cool. Sure, I will be. Yeah, seeing it. She's yeah. Margot Robbie says like the best comic book movie ever made. So, it looks really good. I'm also super excited for the new Venom movie after the trailer they just dropped. So, yeah. Um. That's gonna be legitness. Very high expectations for that. Um, but anyways, <clears throat> so if you sorry, haven't my, uh, already, oh, go ahead. Sorry, my wife, <laughs> my Wi-Fi sonked out for a good like, I don't know, <laughs> half a minute there. I have no idea what you said. I heard Harley Quinn and then Venom. So, um, I was just saying we, we, that we ship Harley Quinn and Venom is what he was saying. No, speaking of uh, speaking of Harley Quinn, great segue, but. Uh, Suicide Squad comes out on the day that this is released. Uh, oh, I'm so excited! I'm yeah, yeah, it looks like it looks super long. good. But then, also speaking about superhero movies coming out, Venom looks amazing. And I take back what I said about being skeptical about Woody Harrelson being, um, like Carnage. Cassius because, Clay. Yeah, yeah, uh, Cassius Clay. Cassius Clay. Please. It's not oh, Cassius Clay. <laughs> Cletus, Cletus Clay, Cassius, Cletus, Cletus, class, Bra- Classius, Classius, Cletus, breaking Woody Harrelson to star in new Muhammad Ali film as Muhammad Ali. Cletus, what's his name? Wow, I can't. Cletus Cassidy. Oh, so I was right the first time. No, you said Cassius Clay. Cassius. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. It, it broke first on Case and Pun that there's going to be a new Muhammad Ali movie. <laughs> Woody Harrelson's oh, going to be class- playing Muhammad Ali. It's Cassius Clay. Is that what Mama is? Yeah, yeah. Oh. That was like that was his oh. American name. That's where I got it from. It's <laughs> Clay. <laughs> wow. Okay. That's. <laughs> Uh, Mind, really I, want that movie. <laughs> I want that movie. <laughs> Michael Woody Sa- Harrelson versus Michael- Muhammad Ali. <laughs> it's gonna be Woody Harrelson <laughs> and Michael Sarah fighting each other, <laughs> or Woody Harrelson as Muhammad Ali. And- <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Michael Sarah's Carnage. <laughs> oh, I'd pay to see that movie. <laughs> well, he, I bet Michael could play a freaking pretty. He play. He can play a serial killer. Let me tell well, you. All I ever wanted in this life was bring. Uh, uh, <laughs> well, bring well, what's his face back. All I've ever wanted. <laughs> the uh, first Spider Man. What's his face? Toby Maguire. Bring Toby Maguire. He's back. Venom. He's Venom. Exactly. Bring him back as Venom and make Michael Sarah <laughs> Carnage. Um. So, just in case uh. you guys haven't noticed, listening to this, this is gonna be a. Uh, a media episode, but we're going to be primarily discussing Loki, which, in case you haven't seen it, great series. Um, I know it's just a little series, needs a shout out from us. So, um, if you yeah, haven't already seen Loki. it, it's on this little streaming site called Netflix. Uh, they're not too big That's yet. Wrong. So, 
It's wrong. Oh, you're right. It's on Disney Plus. Oh, I'm, uh, but Disney Plus is even smaller than Netflix, so uh, they really need the plug. But get this guy some juice. <laughs> if you haven't already seen it and you're into Marvel, well, if you're into Marvel, you've probably already seen it. But if you haven't, definitely go watch it. Um, and just a spoiler warning: there will more than likely, uh, almost guaranteed, be spoilers ahead. So, uh, as you notice, Keish isn't here yet. He's going to be here at the end to do the check-in. Uh, so what we're going to do here first, we're going to talk about Loki for a little bit. Brady's going to be leading that conversation. Then we're going to go into the check-in so you guys can hear a little bit more about what's going on in our lives and with our week. Brady, you want to take it away? Oh, I, still, I think it's criminal that we're calling it the check-in instead of the check-down on like a football podcast. It's actually criminal. but. Anyway, I digress. Player, I get, players, players check in. Yeah, but the check downs are so much more common. Well, you'd know you're a Brady fan. That's true, but like check down takes away. He led you know the league he, in big passing, big big time passing plays last year. Look up it, it up. We'll get into this in our football get episode. Led the league in big air, whatever that stat means. Anyways, uh. And I like how we moved it to the end now so that people can just stop listening after Loki. So they don't have to listen to our shitty weeks. Um, but yeah, Loki, um, he's probably one of my, well, I'd say like, yeah, top three characters in Marvel, or at least in the MCU. Um, so I was really pumped that he was getting his own show. Um, it's the third show following WandaVision and uh, Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Um, and really, I think it's like three completely different shows dealing with completely different things. I, I kind of like how that's like, I, I like how it's like that. It's not just like three similar action shows or like three, even like on Earth or Earth reality. Because like really uh, only Falcon the Winter Soldier was like in like in Earth uh, or in this reality Earth. You know what I mean? Because WandaVision was in that huge hex thing. Uh, and then I don't know, Loki just, it's, 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 you know, it's following him after the Avengers, uh, when he takes a Tesseract away, which we saw in Endgame. It's kind of like what happened after that. Um, in the movie, I kind of like, I thought, uh, if we're not going to follow up on Loki, that's definitely going to be a story to touch on later. So that's really cool that, uh, they were able to get that in this show. So just like our other, uh, shows we talk about, we'll just start with the, how'd you like it? So Aiden, uh, How'd you like the show? Uh, did it meet, meet your expectations? Is it what you thought it was going to be? Did it surpass it? Was it different? Did, you know, did it work for you? What's up? Um, I'm going to be honest. I didn't know what to expect going into Loki because like, I knew it was going to have a lot to do with time travel and such with the Tesseract and obviously uh, with Loki. But I wasn't expecting what it was, but it definitely blew my expectations out of the water. And... I mean, Tom Hiddleston is a phenomenal actor, right? Yeah. Owen Wilson, <clears throat> I'm not going to say I dislike him because I don't, but I always found that he was like a subpar actor and was kind of odd. Like, I don't know. There's something about him, but him acting, like he had his little quips in there as Mobius, but... Loki, wow. I, I just, I, like, I, just wow. I think he knocked it out of the park. 
in that role because that was something that like he hasn't I haven't seen him in a role like that I don't know if he's done roles like that in the past but like he knocked it out of the park like he did so well and I think he's been in like serious roles before but you know I think a lot of people still see him as the comedic relief or like you know wedding crashers or uh you know lightning mcqueen but like so it, it was nice to see him it's like oh they don't they don't just have owen wilson here for comedic relief because you know marvel is a pretty funny you know it's a funny business but so it was nice for them you know for for owen's character mobius to be kind of like a, a one of the centerpieces of the show and fight fight through his own you know like the character's realization that he you know they're all variants and you know the whole concept of free will and everything like i thought it was really cool to kind of see that character arc of mobius go from like you know we work for the timekeepers and then just kind of like holy shit let's you know let's bust this wide open yeah no and i i I completely agree with you oh sorry go ahead ryan no i was just saying i don't know if you guys have done like opening thoughts on it because um my wi-fi is uh is coming in and out i don't know why um something's wrong but uh i said that last night to you that's something i said to you last uh, night i'm i'm just gonna finish Um, up my uh opening thoughts here and then we can throw it over to you okay so you are doing that all right yeah yeah we're just uh going around i'm i'm the first to go but i'm just finishing up here ultimately i thought it was an awesome show probably my favorite out of the we'll we'll call it the trilogy of marvel shows so far because there's been three but um Probably my favorite so far. I think they, similar to WandaVision, they did something very different with it. But WandaVision as a whole, I don't think was like a great show. I think there was like little parts in every episode that made like made WandaVision great. But Loki as an entire show was awesome. And it was like, the first few episodes were like super confusing, but the way they tied it all together and then ended it off. Like I think the way they ended it with um, Loki coming back to like a completely different uh, time, like time stream or whatever, but like seeing Mobius there and stuff and like the little, the subtle pieces that like you put together to know like and obviously like with the way that they react seeing loki you know it's not them well it is them but it's like a, a variant yeah, it's of a them different, yeah it's i i think that was just like that was awesome because i genuinely didn't see that coming because i completely forgot that was even a thing the entire show is about yeah. like variants and stuff but i completely didn't even see that as a possibility so ultimately Everything about the show was done really, really well. The actors and actresses in it, phenomenal. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, hundred percent. I agree. Um, I could go next because if 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 you're gonna kind of lead the conversation, Brady, you can just slide on to the next thing after. But um, I'm just constantly in awe of um, Marvel's uh, abilities or the 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 powers that be at Marvel and their ability to like um tell a cohesive story and switch gears and tell different stories at the same time like wandavision um falcon and winter soldier um and uh and this world and loki were all in production at the same time so they're telling stories um at the same time but completely different you know wandavision was all about lost and how wanda uh, or scarlet witch was was dealing with loss um falcon and winter soldier was all about um well, several things, but it, it dipped a lot on race and um, and how 
that's being treated in the states and that sort of that conversation there um and loki was all about self worth self worth in my opinion um because loki is one of the characters in the mcu to struggle the most with um self worth especially with how his character arc's been i mean he was a bad guy but was he really ever a bad guy um he was just a guy that did bad things um and has a big heart and that's totally evident in the way they told the story in loki i mean um loki has some of the funniest moments uh in the three uh series but also had the hardest punches as well like the scene where they mm. he was going through his life um and how like um he led to his own mother's death and how he really regretted that um and uh well i mean he technically he he the variant didn't already know that but what he was going to do and how um you know eventually he died and he he thought he was going to be something special in the universe and he ended up not being that and that really hit him hard um and i think it was the second second or third episode but it packed a serious emotional punch and just the ability of like the writers and the creative directors executive producers to tell a story like that is is pretty pretty cool to watch um other than that like i think like like aiden said that the actors were phenomenal i felt that in, in wanda wandavision the actors really carried the show and the characters did as opposed to the story but in loki the story really the story really paired well with the actors i think owen wilson in particular was really really good as mobius um like aiden said um i think he gets memed so much uh to a point where people actually forget how good of an actor he is and then yeah people are like wow he's such a good actor um wow but um but wow. i think he just gets memes so much but in wedding crashers he was phenomenal in, in that movie um where they were like interns at google which um i thought the was going to be a good movie it the was internship and yeah it was so good um and he was really really good in that um and in this he was uh like one of the brightest spots of the entire show and tom hiddleston's a perfect casting i don't think anybody will ever be a better loki i mean sylvie is a loki but she's not um like the loki we've been accustomed to um the way that they dealt with the different variants was really cool as well um and the one the one episode story arc of the old loki who um who decided he just wanted to leave everything so he left and lived on a different planet for like 60 years um and then and that got he started to miss thor which is pretty sad like he missed his family so he wanted mm -hmm. to come back and as soon as he tried to leave the planet well the time variance authority like uh, snatched him up um and i think the one the one probably even half episode story arc of his was was pretty phenomenal to watch um and also it shows that loki um the tom hiddleston loki the original loki um he has a lot more like of a character like a growth or power growth to be had because like that loki was super powerful um but yeah i just like all in all i think it was fantastic like the story and the characters were both really 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 good um sylvie the actress i can't remember her name off the top uh, of my head sophia di martino yeah she was uh really good in the role um there were a couple things i was like they're really gonna make them fall in love with each other but surprisingly it wasn't as weird as you'd think it would be um because like they are falling in love with themselves but really they're just they're separate people that happen to have been like technically the same person in different timelines or different universes 
So, yeah, so just a little bit weird there, but it really wasn't as bad as I thought it'd be. But yeah, it was good. Like all in all, the best one so far. I agree with Aiden. Yeah, I definitely think. I mean, like just like falling in love with yourself. That's just like the most Loki thing ever. So I think that was just like a. I don't think it's gonna go anywhere necessarily, but I think that's just like. You know, we saw so much growth from Loki over the show, I think. And, you know, it's just kind of like how Winter Soldier was with, with Bucky. Like, just, you know, we've been following him for so long over the last decade and a bit. And seeing his growth, is, I thought that was kind of similar to Loki. Like, you know, we've Loki's cameoed in, I think, six Marvel movies. Um, and this is like the first time we're actually focusing in, focusing on him um alone uh, you know, him, him as the main thing so it was, it was really cool to see him change so much from the, you know how he began the episode like you know glorious purpose and all yeah. of this and i put i put you know i put up a front and then you know mobius was able to bring break him down but i think on loki's own he was able to see how small he is in the universe and like you know you can't just conquer everything um which we're going to talk about in a bit i guess the, like, a little little reference there oh to a certain um, conqueror, but I mean, we'll we'll get to like the bitter, the bigger picture in a second, like the the implementations okay. in the okay. future. I just wanted to wrap up some other stuff. Uh, but no, yeah, like I, I personally, uh, I you know, I loved it. I think, yeah, I would also say it was my favorite um, of the three TV shows so far. Um, great cast and everything. I loved the the two actresses they brought over from uh, Black Mirror, who were uh, Gugu. Umbata Raw, I had to say that right, who played Ravona, the uh, time, uh, what was her position? I forget. Oh, she was a TVA agent? I don't, I don't, yeah, I, know she, I don't know if she had like a specific, because she was the judge at the beginning, and then, but that, that, I mean, that was always mysterious too, because like, I, I never knew if she was going to join Mobius and like try to overthrow the TVA and figure out the truth, or if she was in it to, you know, just betray everybody kind of or I, I she was always kind of on the fence with me so that was really good and then also uh wound me musaku who played hunter b50 uh b15 who was like the main uh tva security person and she and she was she starred in uh the black mirror episode playtest who was with wyatt russell who plays uh johnny walker in captain uh, the the fake captain america so it, it's 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 really cool how like they just they just they just took so many of the Black Mirror actresses and actors because Black Mirror is such a good TV series with like the best acting and and, and production and everything. So they know they're getting quality uh, quality people there. So it was really cool to see. And like that's one of my favorite TV shows ever. So I'm like, oh, that's the girl from San Junipero. Oh, that's the girl from Playtest. Oh, that's Wyatt Russell. He was in Play. You know what I mean? So, anyways, um, I thought the themes were really cool. Like lots of Lots of deep stuff because, like, obviously, you look at it on the on the surface, it's like, oh, you know, Loki, whatever, trying to take down the TVA or do whatever. But like, you can just really break down his character and and the the theme of love and betrayal and uh, self determination and and trusting others and trusting yourself because it's like, well, Loki's never had a friend in his life and like his family situation is so you know faltered um, and complicated. Uh, so it, it was just really cool to see, like, could two Lokis trust each other or are they just going to be still that the cunning, mischievous people that they are, you know, being a god of mischief. Um, so 
it was really kind of it was cool to see like oh is he gonna are we finally gonna see loki trust somebody or yeah is he gonna be playing him is he gonna just tricking tricking himself and that was really cool and is he gonna betray mobius it just it kept you guessing the whole series even right up to the end right because when they were confronting uh kang uh it's like well let's, you know i still didn't know what was going to happen so i thought they did a pretty good job there in building a duo with sylvie and loki but not necessarily like, but it's still like a little uncomfortable it's a little I, I i didn't trust it you know what i mean so i thought that was really cool um loki also also uh loki known bisexual so uh i might have a chance with the uh with a little bit of mischief after all eh? Yeah, that, I mean, um, it's that was weird. Totally in line with the comic book lore. Um, I mean, in, well, in in Norse mythology, Loki uh, was, I believe, transgender. He was both male and female at different times. Or was he gender so he, fluid? Is that or was he like gender fluid in the? I think that's what it said on his ID card. I think gender fluid. It could be gender fluid. I, I, I think it said on the. Proper. I'm yeah, not sure, but, uh, on on his file, know. on the file, it says uh, "fluid" for gender instead of male okay. or female. It says "fluid." So That's a, I know in, in Norse mythology, he had like he had um, he was a mom to some children and a dad to different children. So I know he was definitely fluid uh, with uh, the gender he was. Um, so it, it definitely it, it pans out to, makes total sense um, that he'd be bi- bisexual. So. Mm-hmm good on them to do it as well because that's brave like i mean you don't see a ton of shows um or at least blockbuster stuff like that willing to do it so good on them especially for like the main the main character you know loki and so sylvie too um is like we you know we saw falcon and winter soldier deal with racism and class clashes and all that and then we kind of see a bit more um uh you know gender fluidity and and sexuality in in loki which i you know which i thought was really cool and then just like and like obviously you can make connections with like free will and you can make that connections to real life and how the government controls you but we won't go down you know we're not gonna have a a philosophical uh discussion here but just touching on like uh the lgbtq nature um the director um and uh i guess special effects as well um but the way that they shot it like that particular episode was so colorful and robust and really mm-hmm. did justice to it as well i mean the beautiful uh purple cinematography yeah um on I, I can't remember the planet um but um yeah. the one that was um about to be destroyed it was yeah it was just really 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 well done um and i thought it was it was pretty good yeah, I agree with that. I think like the CGI in that film, like well, Lamentus, Lamentus is the planet. Oh yes, yeah. Like, oh yeah, it, Marvel's CGI always was immaculate. Oh yeah, it's it's always gonna look great, and they just they just killed it here. Like it was just, I mean, some of the scenes it's like holy crap, man! Like that is fantastic. Yeah, there's definitely no penny pinching like with Marvel. Like they definitely um, give. Like the directors and producers, a blank check essentially. Yeah, and you, you, you see that in Star Wars too, and you know they're both under Disney, and they can definitely just afford to spare no cost and just be like, at the very, very, very least, it's gonna look amazing. Well, I mean, the biggest difference between Star Wars and Marvel, like uh, content right now, is the ability to tell a story properly. But yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Because like even Mandalorian and Bad Batch, like not the best 
stories per se. Um, but you know, we'll uh, get into bad batch. We won't. We won't get. <laughs> we won't get into it. We won't get into it. Yeah. But you can thank like uh, Feige for that. Um, I think he's so brilliant. I mean, he's pretty much. Um, I mean, he was doing uh, Black Widow, and then all of these. He's like the executive producer for a lot of shows. Um, just like uh, just an excellent creative mind. I mean, there's so many people that that go into it, but like he's um, a lot of it's attributed to him. Yeah, I don't know how they're doing all these things. You got Feige, Feige and you got John Favreau going from Marvel. He's going because he's, he's doing Marvel and Star Wars at the same time, and and like Dave Filoni with Star Wars. You know, because they're doing like the they did Mandalorian and then. Uh, they did Bad Batch, and now they're doing uh, Book of Boba, which is coming out in the win- in the winter. And then you got Mandalorian season three coming up, and you got the Ahsoka series. And then right now they're filming uh, Obi One. It's like, how do you? And then like the next movies with Ta- Taiki Taika Watiti uh, directing, and it's well, just I mean, like how do I... so many things, you know? It's all about keeping um, everybody on the same page and keeping a cohesive storyboard. Um, because all of these things are eventually going to intertwine. I mean, we haven't talked about it too much, but you touched on Kang. Um, like, obviously, Loki has, like, the show has the biggest repercussions for um, the MCU moving forward because of Kang the Conqueror. Um, and basically, they've they've now said that he's going to be the pretty much the next Thanos. Um, and he's definitely going to tie in with a lot of things. I mean, Kang, and wow, like, I, 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 I don't remember, there's not a lot of TV shows where... Um, a character that is unknown, an unknown, well, not an unknown actor, but like a, a new actor to Marvel coming in and completely dominating um, the scenes. Like he was, it it was tough to keep your, like you couldn't like move your eyesight off him. He was so good in, in the role um, and acting was like pretty much perfect from him. And he was just, it was such a weird energy um, that like kept you watching because um, he could, you could really tell that um, the character like Kang, he said he he knew that there was worse people than him, and what he did was what he thought was for the better good. You could tell that he was con- like convicted of that, but um, he just dominated the scenes so well, and especially with like two fantastic other actors. I mean, Tom Hiddleston is, said he'd play Loki forever, and I can believe it because um, he just seems like like he loves the role. Um, but that guy came in and, and was fantastic. I can't remember his name. Jonathan Majors is his name, uh, and like, like you said, like he's relatively unknown. I would say he he was one of the stars in the Five Bloods, if you've seen that from last year, is one of Chadwick Boseman's last movies. Um, so he was uh, friends with Chadwick in that movie, a uh, good movie. But um, other than that, like I didn't really know the guy, and you know his first film was twenty seventeen Hostiles. So like he's a he's a new actor, and um, it's just really cool they went out and got him and. He yeah he definitely performed and I I liked I loved how when he was talking like I didn't I didn't know if he was bluffing I didn't know if he was like genuinely like you have to keep me here or you have to take over because there's like you said Ryan like there's variants of me that are I'm terrified of like you think I'm the bad guy like wait until you meet these other guys um, which is completely true as well I'm assuming they go you know like the what we know from the comics and whatnot. Uh, and that's another reason why this show is so good, just because of the implications it has on the, you know, on on the MCU and the multiverse as we know it, um, and all the timelines and shit. Because I mean, like every all the other shows had implications too. Like obviously, like WandaVision had huge implications, especially for the multiverse coming up and Doctor Strange's movie and 
possibly Spider-Man. Uh, but, and then I think Winter Soldier, like, they, you know, that had its own more minor implications and kind of setting up what's going down, what's going on with the Avengers and Earth and uh, those two characters. But this one, I just, it has such huge implications and really sets up the next phase of Marvel with, uh, with King the Conqueror and the variants that are coming with them. And uh, we knew he was cast for and the next Ant-Man into the, into our uh, Quantumania. Mm-hmm. So uh, like, so like we knew, so like that's why it's kind of, it was kind of better than WandaVision. Cause I remember like there were so many theories and we were let down and all this shit. Um, so I think we kind of learned our lesson the third time around. So we're like, uh, you know, like Kang is cast, but like, it's like he was even cast. like just full on confirmed casting for quantum mania but like even then we're like ah you know it's not let's not get our hopes up he's probably not going to be the big oh. bad uh <laughs> because we learned our freaking lesson and then it paid off when uh you know he who remains is at the end and even then i was like ah, it could be anybody <laughs> so it, it literally could yeah so i mean marvel is known for throwing like wild goose chases when it comes to villains and stuff like that which is yeah. which is a which is a you know which i like you know if it was just like First scene of the movie, here's the big bad guy, here's his mission, and then here's the heroes who are going to stop him, and then it's just like, I think they're past that now. Um, I mean, obviously. Uh, they're, they're so deep into the MCU, 20 plus movies now, and, and TV, if you count the TV shows too, over 20 for sure. Um, just so deep, so now, and they really got to get creative with who they bring in, what their motives are, how they're going to achieve their motives. And this is like obviously truly something we've never seen before. With the they've traveled to the end of time itself, like it's just such a weird uh, thing. And I, I loved how the how all the time streams and timelines looked. It looked kind of looked like a like the central nervous system kind of thing. So it kind of looked like an actual living thing. Uh, if you, I don't know if you know what I'm talking yeah. about, like when they no, that yeah. huge. Yeah, yeah. I thought it looked like um, Kylo Ren's lightsaber. Um, oh yeah, <laughs> that too. <laughs> different things there for for me like one of the biggest things about um loki um that i enjoyed was well the the biggest question i had for the marvel moving forward was you spent 10 years building thanos as a villain and he was fantastic the stakes were high literally the entire universe was wiped out for five years how do you raise the stakes well i mean if you watch loki they did it pretty much perfectly seamlessly too um, they, I mean, they pretty much made a mockery of the Infinity Stones. Um, they had several of them of paperweights, which really did um, ScarJo and and Black Widow dirty, um, because she died for one of them. Um, <laughs> but one of the biggest questions was how do they like how how do you move forward? Like, what is there more to, like, how do you raise the stakes? And well, they, they did it. I mean, Infinity Stones are worth nothing to someone like Kang the Conqueror. Um, and uh, not only are you are you talking about the timeline of one universe, you're talking about all of the universe's timelines. Um, so that's how you raise the stakes, um, and they just yeah. essentially have to follow through now. But I really like that Loki answered one of the biggest questions that I had, and I'm sure that's one that everybody else had as well. Yeah, hundred percent. Like, because there was like a you know who who's a big bad is it going to be like galactus is it going to be a doctor doom is it going to be king the conqueror so and uh and obviously uh 
and and then Thor coming up there's what's his what's his name the God but Butcher Gore what's uh, his Gore. name yeah Gore yeah Gore. so I, and he's he's confirmed or is that a rumor yeah I think he I think he's being played by Christian Bale uh, oh yeah 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 if um if I'm correct I don't know but I'm pretty sure it's Christian Bale which is oh that's gonna be so there's so much good Marvel content coming up it's um, so exciting Aiden, what like what was the your favorite thing about or one thing that you noticed about Loki that you well, really liked. I think, and this is, like, I know this is going to stir something up because now now I'm talking theories, but um, my biggest thing about introducing Kang the Conqueror is when you introduce Kang to the MCU, that's, it, it automatically brings in Doctor Doom, which for me is like, like, that's huge because they've been teasing Doctor Doom and, like, hinting at Doctor Doom for so long that it's, like, the fact that this is the closest. And, again, like, this is kind of working into theories and stuff, but at the same time, it's, like, Doctor Doom is quite literally a variant of Kang the Conqueror. And if it was just, like, I feel like if it was just one evil variant of uh, He Who Remains or whatever, I... That's the thing. I don't know what to call the guy in the office. If it was just one evil variant, he would have said, like, one evil variant. But the fact that he said multiple, like, that's why I feel like Doctor Doom is going to be introduced. Whether it be for, like, as the main bad guy in a singular movie or as, like, Kang's right-hand man. But also, something else that's interesting is, in a lot of comics, Doctor Doom and Kang have been, like, adversaries like they haven't been on the same side Mm -hmm. Uh, so i i don't know how they're gonna go ahead and introduce him um and you have to wonder like if they introduce dr doom are they gonna introduce uh the fantastic four immortus and yeah exactly so i I believe that there is a fantastic four project currently in development very early stages um very early but i believe that they're planning on doing something with that um, so you could be right for sure. I mean, Doctor Doom's been like he's been mostly a villain, but I think he's been a, sometimes an anti-hero. He's he's actually a really rich character in in the comics. Um, but like since they like they tried that Fantastic Four movie and it kind of flopped. Um, it even had Chris Evans in it um, as the Human Torch, but like it, it sort of flopped. Mm-hmm. They've kind of well, stayed away from from that property. That's the thing, though. Like, they did Doctor Doom so dirty in that movie. Like, from what... From, like, apparently, like, what he was in the comics, like, they nerfed him so bad. Yeah, he's, like, a Thanos-level villain. Yeah, exactly, which is, like, crazy to me. That it's, like... Mm -hmm. I always thought, like, Doctor Doom was just a guy in a metal suit, but it's, like, there's (laughs) just so much more to that, which is crazy. Yeah, he's like Odin level powerful if I remember correctly. But well, that's he's... a whole other story because like Thor might be coming Odin level powerful, but we'll have to see. Yeah, and I understand nerfing because like some co- like I mean certain characters are just like legit, like just like so OP, and you know you see that, or like even like with someone like Superman, you you're like, well, this wouldn't happen in the comics because he would just do this. You know what I mean? Uh, certain. I mean, yeah. That's why they had to kill Odin off, essentially. He was just way too powerful. Yeah. I mean he was I, old, I get yes, that. but um his his essence was so was powerful enough to keep like 
bad people away, mainly Gila, but like, um, yeah, there's just so like some people way too powerful. <laughs> yeah, I guess that's true, but also like in killing off Odin, they created that like uh, uh that lane to like bring Thor to that new like that new set of like power. You know what I mean? I mean, yeah, yeah, he's supposed and, like... to, in the comics. He gets the Odin Force. But, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. We, I've, I've, I think I've talked about this before on the podcast, but like I said, they're either gonna kill Thor off and let and let Jane Foster like um sort of like uh, steer the ship with the Thor properties, but um or they're gonna make him like extremely OP with the Odin Force. I like I remember distinctly they they took out like they had a scene filmed where um Thor was in like an alley and gets the Odin Force, but they took it out and that was in I believe in Ragnarok. So oh, interesting. They they definitely have thought about it, but I don't know if they've decided just, just not ready for it. Or, or they just decided that Jane might be the best way to move forward with the series. And, you know, they'll have Gore kill off Thor in uh, Love and Thunder. But we'll see. Yeah, we will see. Uh, anything else you want to touch upon? Or uh, we got, uh, we got what, what If coming out next. Um, if you're excited for that, that's the next TV series. I would just say whoever the casting director is like for Marvel needs a serious raise i don't know how i don't care how much he's getting she or he although i vaguely remember it being she um uh definitely needs a raise like to pluck a, an actor that hasn't been seen a ton and like him be that good as uh, uh kang the conqueror like especially since he's going to be the next big villain like possibly if they build up to this stuff for like five ten years like they did with thanos like he he was pretty kick-ass in his role and um i mean with sylvie as well i mean owen wilson is mobius and always loki um tom hiddleston is loki so mm. uh, raise, but i'm pretty sure it's a she it looks like sarah finn is the main yeah. marvel i mean there's obviously like every show has its own casting director and stuff like that but she's like the main marvel casting director and did uh she's done yeah. you know from iron man to endgame she did like the main casting director for for marvel sarah finn went to yale university yeah i vaguely remembered it being a, a woman so yep Cheers. i think the biggest thing that i struggle with in terms of like kang being the next like big villain is like if he is how are they gonna bridge because like thanos like they dragged that on for so long you know what i mean yeah yeah so like well, yeah i almost wonder how they're gonna do the same thing with like well, if, he, if he's the main Conqueror. do you think he'll be like the main guy in quantum mania or is he just gonna be more of like a like what thanos was in guardians of the galaxy or something like that yeah and they, just, they, and they deal with like a ronin type person it's that's really kind of what to... i'm wondering yeah. but that's that's where i think dr doom would fit in perfectly like yeah, you know that's I mean? still like a legit huge character it's not like because like, yeah, like no no offense to ronin but you know what i mean i mean yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> you can kick rocks so yeah yeah but like since they've introduced um infinite timelines um within with like gal like uh universes of their own um they could that, that gives them so much creative leeway because for quantum mania they could be dealing with one just one of his variants and then 
Yeah, exactly. Like a worse one comes. Like in Quantumania, they could deal with like a mediocre like Kang villain, and then like at the end, like the real big bad like Kangs are coming. It just gives them so much creative leeway because not only that, but they can kill off Kangs left and right because there's just more mm-hmm. or worse yeah. ones. Like they already killed off the first Kang. He said, "If you kill me, just know that there's going to be people that are." infinitely worse than i am i'm the nice kang so sylvie killed him and i mean instant pretty much instantaneously like the effects were yeah um so yeah they're coming i hope doctor doom comes because he's such a rich character um but like they've set themselves up for a lot of leeway um to do what they want with the kang character yeah it's just that and then you got multiverse of madness coming out and then spider-man first with his whole like i mean this and again i don't want to get my hopes up like this just seems too good to be true for the multiverse for for spider-man in, in december so who knows yeah. what implications that will have and if there's going to be any of these people in that movie or if, or if that's if, if that's just going to be more of a spider-man centered like villains of the past kind of thing and if uh, I'm not even gonna get into it, I, I, I can't. At I'm this point, up. if if Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield aren't in Spider-Man, it's gonna be a massive flop. Doctor Octavius oh, yeah. is coming back. The, Jamie Foxx is coming back. Are just Everyone's coming back. Way too high. The, the expectations are just through the roof. They're way too high. Yeah. How can you the bring back all these people? people? Yeah. There's no way because Doctor Strange is gonna like the way he can travel through universes. There's just if you have the original Doctor Oct there's no way the original Spider-Man doesn't come with him. Like, you yeah. can't pull from, from those properties, like, because I think that was Sony at the time. Um, yeah. Like, they wouldn't have gone through all the trouble to get those if they aren't getting the original Spidey. Um, and then they, they got Electro. I mean, he's going to be different. I feel, believe they're not going to do, like, the whole blue lightning weird stuff that um, they did in The Amazing Spider-Man 2. Yeah. I mean, they got... I don't know if, they, I don't know if they're doing, like, a Sinister Six kind of thing. I, 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 don't, I don't know what's been confirmed or not. I wouldn't, I, be, I wouldn't be surprised at all if, like... Because if, if somehow... They should, they they should do Sinister the, Six. If they somehow manage to travel through, like like the villains, I mean, travel through the universes and collect, then it makes sense that Doctor Strange would step in because he's supposed to be protector of Earth and the realm um, and pull the Spider-Mans from the respective universes and and team them up with um, uh, the new Spider-Man. That would make the most sense to me. At this point, if they're not in it, it's just going to be a flop, like, at least for me, just based on... Yeah, and I think, and I, th- I think, I think they know that. So yeah, they're, they're they're scrambling to do reshoots because they're afraid of everybody. <laughs> <laughs> they finished it and they're like, "Oh shit." Now, on like on the topic of talking about like wishful thinking in terms of Marvel shows, what's on your guys' like Marvel wish list? Like if there was one thing that you hope that Marvel does with their upcoming like movies, films, doesn't even have to or movies and films are the same, I guess, but let's go movies and TV, TV. shows. Yeah. Yeah, let's say like, and it doesn't even have to be realistic. Like, just something you would love to see happen. What would it be? Like, I guess it would like just. I I, I guess it would have to be the the, the three Spider Man, the Spider the Spider Men, if you will. That's pretty much cream of the crop, honestly. <clears throat> I mean, it doesn't get it doesn't get better than that. I mean, to, it'd be so cool. Tobey Maguire, so. Andrew Garfield, and Tom Holland fighting the Sinister Six together, like, that'd be really, really cool. Uh, 
And I, I think that beats anything that could be done. Like, what else is coming up? Like, you got, well, like... So, I think he's asking, like, anything, not even just... I'm saying, like, anything. Works. Like, it doesn't necessarily have to be MCU, but, like, I get, I guess it does, actually. But mine... So, like, this is in terms of something that won't happen. This would be mine. I would love to see Venom appear in the next Spider-Man movie. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. and yeah, it, pretty... it just... <laughs> It simply won't happen because of Sony and Marvel and like the back and forth that they've had over the years. But I think I think a good way that they could potentially meet in the middle is if Sony brought back Andrew Garfield or high like honestly, or just got a brand new actor, or even better, got someone to play like Miles Morales. Yeah. You know what I mean? And brought that into the Venom universe whatever that might be called but i think i just think spider-man is like such an important part of like the venom like storyline like that's the thing it's spider-man and venom so it's like yeah there's i mean there's a a fantastic arc with them working together to beat carnage i think it's completely feasible to have like marvel and sony work together because sony makes stand would stand to make tons and i mean tons of money and two really good leading men like tom hardy and um uh tom holland like they would make so much money off for that like i don't see how they would say no and i mean tensions are rocky between marvel and sony because sony technically owns the spider-man property but marvel really runs it um like all the money's with marvel right now um Mm -hmm. I think it's completely feasible that that would happen. Like, unfortunately, I think like the timing just doesn't work because it seems that Sony's little bit jumped the gun with Carnage. Um, like if they did, or if they waited a little bit, just so that like um, there was time for like I don't know Tom Holland Spider Man to come help him out because I don't think he's going to be in the next movie and what they're gonna that means that Carnage is going to have to live on or they're going to have to do some like I don't know how the story's going to go obviously. But that means that like it's gonna have to be in a later movie, um, but it seems like the timing's just maybe not gonna work. Like one of the things that I was hoping to see most is um, Ryan Reynolds, Deadpool, and Tom Holland, Spider Man work together because in the comics they're such good friends, and Deadpool loves Spider Man. Um, but like that, like a buddy cop film with them too would be so funny. Especially now that Deadpool is MCU now, so. Yeah. Um, See, that's officially the thing. canon they're, in film so they're not gonna get rid of that either so like that's they the know, thing like there's they no know way, what's popular there's no way they don't bring back deadpool in like multiverse of madness or something you know what i mean like ryan reynolds is far too good of an actor for you to not take advantage of using like if you have him on your payroll you use him especially like as you guys said like uh to pair him with tom holland who's another hilarious actor and like that's the thing ryan i think i think you kind of said it perfectly if they could get them to do a show like a buddy cop show i think that would be phenomenal because if you look at the genres of shows that they've been doing like they did uh, like a suspenseful mystery type thing with Loki. Uh, WandaVision was like, I don't want to say a comedy, but it had like, it, it had its sitcom vibes with like, mm-hmm. obviously yeah. the deeper rooted meanings. And then there was the action with uh, 
Falcon and Winter Soldier. So if they did like a comedy buddy cop with Tom Holland and uh, Ryan Reynolds, Zendaya and and, uh, and and his Tom's friend Ned, because I think he's really funny too. I think if they got like this, that's if they got that trio from Spider Man, and then like yeah, I think that'd be with with Ryan Reynolds because like they Marvel knows. They could easily break not not break the internet. They could break the world as we know it so easily by doing the three Spider Man or by as soon as they bring Deadpool in. Or we haven't even talked about the freaking X Men yet because they're coming in, right? We we haven't even talked about that. Or um, I've and, I've given up hope on that. I'm I'm not holding out hope for, hope for that anymore. Well, I mean, like just like they own like the, the, the I don't know. Didn't don't doesn't Disney own something now or Fox, Fox well, sold something? I think, well, like Deadpool, like I thought along with Deadpool because Deadpool was in with the X Men characters. Like, I think the whole, the whole because Evan Peters came over from as Quicksilver and like you know Joker, not you know you know what I mean, but like that that's still that was the beginning um, of like the integration in my opinion, like. Uh, yeah, that was one of the more annoying points of of Wandavision for me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, you might as well go balls to the wall with it. I guess that was like their first kind of like, oh, we're we're teasing what's coming up. You know, we're not the paperwork's not all done yet with Fox, but we're gonna be. Yeah, X Men like, will be here. So, but how do they work around what they did? Because they essentially made uh, this guy like his name was like Richard Boner or something like that. Ralph, I think it's Ralph Boner. Yeah, like how do they? Because like. They set it up as a joke, and like we were all thinking, like, oh, like this is gonna be Quicksilver, and it's gonna be like great. Yeah, yeah. Like now they have to like unwrite like the Ralph Boner thing. I don't know. It's just a little bit weird what they what they did. Well, like also, I said, like we're we're in the multiverse now, so like nothing matters in the slightest because like anything can happen. There's a million timelines. Like I, I know they're gonna so like that. That allows them to do anything. Like they can bring any character back. They can do anything. There's, there's a variant of everybody. You know what I mean? So like, I think we're gonna we might be seeing some cheap stuff coming up, or cameos of old characters who said they're done with Marvel. And but like when you give them a hundred million bucks for a cameo, that like, it's hard to say no to that. Uh, we've seen that with every franchise ever. Like believe me, you know, like you look at Star Wars and. You know, people say they're done with a character, like, oh, I'm I'm done playing Iron Man and I'm I'm done playing Captain America. But like, you give them a hundred million for t- you know a ten minute thing, I, you know, money, you know, that's no one refuses that. So like he brings back Han Solo and he makes it clear every time he doesn't care. About <laughs> <laughs> and he was like, and he was like in it. Yeah, he's like, I don't I don't care about Star Wars. It's a bunch of nerds. Yeah, they're uh, like, are you, they asked him. um in an interview they were like did you come back like were you a force ghost confirmed he's like i have no idea what that is yeah he's like what's a force ghost, <laughs> a force ghost? um or like same with liam neeson like he like he said he was done with star wars but like now he's he could you know he could very well be oh he's definitely you, you can't have an obi in, in obi-wan so you know like you you give it a few years and you know like you let you let those actors and actresses explore other roles and you know because like you genuine like a lot of these Marvel people are typecasted as you know because Marvel's so huge, um, but you, you let them explore other roles, you know, have time with the family, do whatever, stop the Marvel grind. But I think, I think now with the multiverse open, like I don't, it doesn't matter who's dead, who's alive, or who who's been written off as Ralph Boner or not. Like they, if they want to bring a character in, they'll one hundred percent find a way to to do that. So, 
plus like you have like all of Norse mythology and also in all the comics in Marvel, like there's Greek mythology, there's Egyptian mythology, there's uh, I think, like I think every actually- every god and goddess is like everybody is in Marvel. So they they have well, infinite thought- fucking ammo to pull from. I thought actually that the the Greek uh, pantheon as well as the e- Egyptian pantheon were actually owned by like DC property. Um, okay, I know Egyptian is. There was actually a comic book episode that had um, because Thor's obviously Norse and and so is Loki. They um, have Egyptian Odin. and Norse. I know that for um, a fact. Egyptian, I I believe, is DC because Black Adam comes from like the Egyptian pantheon, I believe. I think if I'm if I'm correct um but the Greeks are definitely because they had a, there was a comic book issue that had Marvel versus DC and the uh Greek gods actually fought on DC side so like um I mean Hercules was there Zeus Poseidon <clears throat> Yeah I mean like also like I don't think either studio owns Greek like because you can't own Greek mythology so uh, or but I No but it's just like um Wonder Woman is a uh, uh amazon which comes from like uh the gods like the greek gods so like it's definitely heavily intertwined with with dc's um so so yes and so 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 for sorry it says marvel does have they're called the heliopolitans this is created by stan lee um so it's like all the egyptian people all the uh the deities and then they're the comic was called thor and hercules so they do have, and then you have an Anubis, Adam, Bast, that and Bass was meant, and a couple of them were mentioned in Black Panther, um, Horus, Osiris, Thoth, like like all the Isis. I think that's how you say that, right? I hope. Yeah. Is, is. <laughs> um It's like they're all in. All the all the routine big gods and goddesses of Egypt, and then the. Yeah, Bast and Sekhmet were both mentioned by T'Challa in Black Panther movie. Um, yeah, I think Bast was... And, and Civil War. Yeah. Said, in my culture, death is not the end. It's more of a stepping off point. You reach out with both hands and Bast and Sekma uh, will lead you to the green, green veld where you can run forever. So, like, they are technically canon in... So that's what, I'm just, that's what I'm saying in terms of how big the Marvel Universe really is and how much they can do now, especially with this huge multiverse and infinite everything and talk about it forever but uh not to mention the like just the avengers but also the dark avengers which are being um there's a a new nick fury in town um she has a really long name i can't remember it's uh the constance constantina yeah it's like yeah i always have to look it up really long i think italian name um, valentina she's yeah she's putting together like the dark avengers which is um u.s agent played by white russell who's i thought was fantastic i mean he got a lot of hate because people liked um the original captain america so much but that wasn't his fault um mm-hmm. his character was supposed to be meant uh as a definitely as an anti-hero um gritty and pretty much the opposite of who captain america was mm-hmm. um, just because of the juxtaposition they played on the show um, but uh, he's a fantastic actor, so that's going to be good. Uh, Florence Pugh as um, Yelena Belova, or Belladova, um, something like that, um, who will be, I guess, the new Black Widow or White Widow if she chooses. Mm. She wears white. Um, 
who else are they they adding to the team? I'm not sure, but they set it up really, really well in um, Black Widow because now, um, I guess, yeah, Yulene is her name, um, is going to be in uh, the Hawkeye show, which is coming, I think, in November, they said, or sometime around there, late fall, early winter. Um, they're setting it up really well, um, so I'm excited for that, too. I, I really can't wait for that. It's uh, Her name is Valentina Allegra de Fontaine is her uh... Yeah her name so yeah it's it's a lot setting up uh aiden do you do, do you want to do the check-in no you know, know is, what is keish joining me no keish isn't gonna join us so tell you what we'll just uh we're, we're so we're so bad at this reoccurring segment thing but uh tell you what we'll skip it this week and we'll do double next week or something like that we'll we'll do a longer one because I think we got a football episode next week, and uh, no one cares about when we talk about football. True story. Our, our listens go so far down when we talk about Literally, sports on case and punt. Everyone, well, listen, I could I could leave the episode and then the ep- the listeners go up. That's, that's another. No, cor- it would just it would just balance out. <laughs> um, it would just balance out. So like because nobody listens when we talk about football, but people listen when Ryan's not there. <laughs> it would just balance it out. Yeah, oh, yeah. It would be nor- if you normal five minutes. I could just not um, be there and you could talk about anything other than football. Then our listeners will go through the roof. No, no we, we don't want that. That is that is not optimal for us. Um, but, yeah, so I think we do have a football episode next week. Uh, so that's a fair warning for all you guys. But, it's actually true. Whenever we talk to people about it, it's it's like always the same answer. It's like, yeah, I like it, just not really your football ones. So it's like, or they say like we're sports not, ones in general. We're not making it for them. I, I know, I know. We're making it for the sports people of the world. Um. Also, a little sneaky peeky. Um, what did you just say? May or may not <laughs> in the coming weeks um, be doing a, a live episode from somewhere in the east coast yo <laughs> oh that is a sneaky peeky uh that could be in the works possibly um so that's something to look forward to that'll be fun so hot. um yeah we, we should probably talk plan that or something um yeah that's something to look forward to well maybe maybe we'll uh talk about golf or something i, I don't know why but we'll, we'll talk about golf potentially um yeah okay well so since we're ending it here that means uh you two have to uh resume your duties as the sign-off crew okay oh, oh. you ready ryan I'm I'm, uh, okay yeah. i don't care anyways all right all right with that ladies and gentlemen may your punts be high and downside the 10 good night boys and girls let's go tie cats first game tomorrow let's go baby Stay classy, Dundas. <laughs> <laughs>